Hi everyone and welcome to the first episode of season two of the news podcast. My name's Harini. Hi, I'm Camille. Hi, I'm Calvino. And this is the news podcast. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the term pick me, how it's come about and whether or not it's a healthy way to categorise women. So I'm actually on Urban Dictionary looking at some of the definitions for pick me girls and I thought I'd read a couple out. So one says a pick me girl is very easy to distinguish for other girls, but men tend to fall for it very easily. This pick me girl will rave about how she only hangs out with the male species because it is easier and less drama filled. Will constantly remind you that she is not like other girls. And another definition says a woman who acts misogynistic because she wants men to be attracted to her. So I think a common theme that is evident here is male validation. And I think that really does come from internalised misogyny. Ultimately, when you imagine a derogatory term for women, you would assume that it's derogatory to feminism as well. However, actually, it's a lot of feminists who have coined this term and use it the most. Yeah, and that does speak to a very toxic cycle created where we're all, as in all women, are just shaming each other. And I think that does speak to inherent misogyny in itself. Also, crucially, I need to put my hand up and say that I have used the term pick me before against other women. And I think that that's why it's important to discuss it, because it's becoming more and more frequent. So, for example, I think currently us and probably the vast majority of feminists are only using it for women who are actively putting down other women and other feminists in order to seek male validation. But it has to be noted that with the use of social media, there is a sharp, sharp rise in using pick me to the point that it is almost just kind of bullying teenagers because they want to wear makeup or because they're still in just an awkward phase of adolescence in which navigating the patriarchy and feminism at the same time can be complicated and it comes out in pick me and inverted commas behaviours. To be honest though, I don't think there really is one specific answer as such to the issues around the use of the term pick me. On one hand, yeah, the term is pretty derogatory, especially the way it's used on social media platforms like TikTok. But I think to start off with, the term was first used to call out misogynistic behaviours in women and in a sense, almost protect the feminist movement. The behaviour pick me girls exhibit, like putting down other women, slut shaming, body shaming and all the rest, those are really derogatory in themselves. So it is quite difficult to, I guess, pick a side. And we've all encountered women that try and attract more male attention and it's quite obvious that they seek male validation and yeah that definitely does stem from this idea of internalized misogyny and that sort of behavior is definitely super frustrating but at the same time I think we can all act in pick me ways on an individual everyday scale so I think it's quite easy to sympathize not with the behavior that pick me girls exhibit but with the idea of seeking male attention because we do ultimately live in a patriarchy and that's kind of what we've been conditioned into and unlearning that takes time and effort and it really is a journey but why is pick me behavior dangerous because that's originally why it started being used as a term first of all it fundamentally upholds the patriarchy if you look at it on a wider scale because in putting down other women how can you possibly be helping other women and also because in seeking male validation to this extent you're kind of pledging allegiance to the patriarchy that you're willing to to stab other women in the back just to uphold the patriarchy to get your own benefit also and this is one that is partly why it's an issue that i really wanted to talk about and i know that the three of us have 
encountered is that women in positions of authority, whether that's because they act as role models and therefore can even be the same age as you or even younger, or because they have authority over you, be that in a school, in a university, in a job, hearing criticism from them can be even more hurtful or harmful than hearing it from a man. Because I feel like you reach a certain point in life and in your feminist journey that if a man says something that is blatantly misogynistic, you just kind of ignore it. Whereas if a woman says it, you suddenly start questioning yourself and going, well, actually, is she right? Am I the one who's overreacting? And it just adds another layer of self-doubt that means you're more likely to listen to it, even if you know it to be wrong. So whether that's being told not to wear something, which is something that comes up a lot in the discussion about whether we should still have school uniforms and whether they should be as strict as they often are, or telling women to back down, to drop something, not to report someone, not to take something higher, all positions that arguably come from fear originally but then put down other women and stop them from making choices that they would otherwise have if this woman in position of authority wasn't telling them not to there's also the argument that calling out pick me behavior or actually shaming pick me behavior is in itself a form of bullying and there definitely is quite a hateful culture on tiktok and other social media platforms to create and upload videos about pick me girls or quite nasty POVs so POVs for people that don't know are point of view videos and they can be quite mean and I think there's definitely nicer ways to correct behavior instead of shaming women for the way they're acting especially on social media because there's this very toxic cycle that exists of women shaming women for shaming women and that's by no means productive or helping the feminist cause in any way. Yeah, I feel like there is definitely a fine line because as much as feminism is about supporting other women, how much of that support could you extend to someone who doesn't support you back? Because I've noticed a lot of women who exhibit pick-me behaviour don't label themselves as feminists and are even likely to shame you for it. So it's quite difficult when you're on the receiving end of this or you're being personally targeted. But then, of course, not calling that behaviour out allows it to reproduce, which is probably more harmful. I think it's particularly harmful to young girls who are on the receiving end of hearing things about how some women are too feminine and some women are not feminine enough or they're not feminine in the right ways. So I feel like that does damage young girls' confidence and it doesn't allow them to grow into their authentic self because they're going to be constantly watching what they're saying, what they're wearing, what they're doing out of fear to not be criticised. A lot of this links quite nicely to the idea of wounded feminism or femininity, I think. Like a lot of pick-me girls' behaviour, I can imagine, stems from a place of hurt and pain, probably caused by the patriarchy. And I think for a lot of women, maybe they haven't really had the chance to see beyond the patriarchy as such. I mean, I think about it a lot, but the fact that I am a feminist and can identify as a feminist is a privilege in itself. But for other women in different environments and maybe where there are fewer female role models or toxic figures of authority or maybe even a lack of education regarding women's rights like a lot of women are actually still told point blank that they're inferior and stuff so I can imagine for women like that who are really hurt by the patriarchy they could act in pick me ways almost for self-defense or for self-protection and it's a lot easier honestly to appease men than it is to face continual oppression and I think We can definitely sympathise with that. I think the criticism surrounding pick-me-girls comes from the fact that they often put down other women. And that's the really frustrating thing because it's never really okay to put down other women. It really is 
one thing to play into male validation and another thing to do that at the expense of another woman. Despite all of that though, I think it definitely is a journey that a lot of women have to go through to find a way, well, to find a positive way to channel hurt and anger felt towards the patriarchy. Yeah, I definitely agree with that as well. I think a lot of it could come from a place of also not having like positive male figures in your life when you're growing up. So this whole idea of daddy issues, which of course is a bit contentious in itself, but I think it can be quite easy for young women to end up seeking this male validation in ways that end up putting other women down, since it's that male validation which has long been absent in their lives. And for older women, I suppose you could argue that they have been conditioned to certain behaviours and certain mindsets, and the whole slut-shaming and body-shaming are, like you both mentioned, in a sense, just a byproduct of being raised in a particular environment. So I would say a lot of it is a result of simply being socialised within a patriarchy. The values and the norms that we've accepted have been fed to us by a patriarchal society, like you mentioned. So it's certainly easier to appease men and laugh at misogynistic jokes, especially when you haven't gotten to the level of maturity or the age where you realise you're allowed to disagree and you're allowed to exist unapologetically. So a lot of it comes down to having internalised misogyny, which is something that we are all unlearning. I think in some capacity, we sort of need to take the onus off male validation and examine external validation in general, because we all crave that. I mean, I definitely do. And it's a very common human thing. I think we all crave attention in different ways and in different aspects of our lives. And so I guess pick me girls, maybe just take that to a different level. I feel like you've definitely hit the crux of the argument there though, because what is the crucial difference between seeking normal human validation? And because all living things do it, like dogs seek validation, right? That doesn't make them pygmies. But the difference between that and being a pygmy is that pygmies put down other women. They tread on other women in order to raise up the ranks in the patriarchy rather than tearing it down. And I think this is what describes a lot of some of the more subtle issues in feminism as we know it overall. So for example, a big part of feminism for a lot of women is learning to put yourself first. And you can argue that pygmyism is kind of just a a toxic side effect of taking this too far. So in the patriarchy, women do need to know their own self-worth crucially it's fundamental to liberation and it just gives you a lease on life that most men have sort of granted to them and a lot of women have to actively work for and that's really really important part of feminism however again the line between this being healthy and being toxic is then found where it affects other women and whether it is for your own gain or for the gain of society and specifically women overall so treading on other women to get to your goal is therefore ultimately just the female equivalent of the patriarchy because when you think about it right the patriarchy exists because society made a choice to value men more than women most likely originally because of strength or whatever but as a crucial side effect of this the difference in confidence that society has then created between men and women as adults as teenagers as children so in the same way that misogynistic men prey on women because they see them as weaker misogynistic women prey on other women that they see as weaker or less confident so instead of tackling the patriarchy they're benefiting from it fueling it and choosing to uphold it for their own gain not caring about the other women that they are actually harming in their own behaviors and this can affect any kind of microaggression like talking over less confident women in a meeting or in any way making the other women in your team feel bad when you know that most likely they're not going to literally fight you even if you've hurt their feelings like that is a power that you hold over them and you're aware of it 
even if you're not thinking about it at the time. But this then extends and kind of can snowball into a bigger things later on in life, like rejecting claims of sexual harassment and assault made by women. For example, because subconsciously you're trying to look good in front of your male boss and get a better job, but you're now stopping these women from actually speaking their truth or supporting laws and political parties that are notoriously detrimental to womankind just because it would benefit you personally. And this has much bigger widespread impact on women and starts from these pick-me behaviours, in inverted commas, whether or not you want to align with the term. It's like, I feel like it's the ultimate proof that if that woman were a man, she wouldn't be a feminist. And as I said, it's basically the female patriarchy. We've also seen the rise of the pick me boy label on TikTok and Instagram. This is a guy similar to a simp but is a bit more malicious seeking female validation through borderline manipulative tactics like self-depreciation saying things like no girl will ever date me I'm so ugly aren't I in the hopes that the girl will have sex with him or date him and I feel like from the male position it's more about guilt tripping and manipulation tactics whereas for female pygmies it's about wanting to seem unfeminine in certain ways and distancing yourself from the whole female gender i feel like it says a lot about living in a patriarchal society that you have men who use their social position to manipulate women into validating them or sleeping with them but for women it's more of a putting down other women in order to get male validation and uplift yourself So at the end of the day, on both sides, it's about lowering women's position in society. And another trait I feel like Pick Me Boys show is presenting this whole woke, socially aware, feminist facade because they want to appeal to women through this. And this is definitely harmful to the entire feminist community because it has become very difficult to discern genuine male feminists from Pick Me Boys, essentially. So we've discussed the potential overuse of the term pick me and how it can be seen as quite counterproductive in some ways, as well as the dangers of overusing it. But we've also highlighted the dangers of pick me behaviours to feminism itself, as well as pick me boys and their counterproductiveness to the feminist movement as well. We will see you next week where we dive a little deeper into some of the issues that we've discussed today to talk about the pressures of being a good feminist and what we perceive the ideal feminist to be, to act like, and whether this is too much pressure on women. If you have enjoyed our content and feel interested in also participating, you can send us an email at admin at newslondon.co.uk. We're always looking for people to contribute to our blog which is found at www.newslondon.co.uk, where we upload new articles every week. You can also check out our Instagram at news underscore LDN. We really hope that you have found this episode enjoyable and that you enjoyed the discussion. We really did. It was an interesting one to think about. This was the News Podcast.